Welcome mm -hmm. everybody to the Mental Health Hour. Uh, we are on episode 58 and we are mm -hmm. talking performance anxiety tonight. Um, this topic, I mean, Gemma and I have talked about it quite a bit uh, and, you know, it affects, again, a great deal of folks. Uh, nobody's really exempt to it, so we can all relate. Um, mm -hmm. So we figured, why not? Let's do performance anxiety because we have touched on anxiety a lot. We did the episode on anxiety with Eric, um, Eric J. Gaming in the comments, as you've seen him. Um, he was nice enough to come on and share his story as well. Uh, and anxiety is a very hot topic in the mental health field. Uh, usually goes hand in hand with depression, but not always. Um, the two can kind of intermingle, intertwine, sometimes be confused one for the other. Uh, and yeah, so we'll, we'll get into some of that tonight. Uh, a hello to Uncle Rick and Tony from Nonsensical Nonsense is in the house. Mike check one, two. <laughs> good to see you guys. Um, and good to see Nonsensical Nonsense is live right now as well. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday for those guys over there on that podcast. We raid them sometimes. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. a fan of the show. It's a uh, good time, good, good fun. Um, <laughs> but anywho... On to tonight's subject, and a good evening to Hattie. Uh, welcome in, Michael Joseph Murray. Everybody trickling in. It's good to see everybody back here. We've got myself, we've got Gemma, and Penelope is joining us tonight down here in the bouncer. Because she wants to be awake now. Of course. Um, <laughs> but... She will be a good little girl. Uh, she likes to be in here with me. And uh, my biggest concern for tonight is that the internet stays stable, which it seems to be doing a good job. I haven't seen any glitches or anything like that. Don't um, jinx it. Don't jinx it, exactly. <laughs> I've had, uh, we had, here in Maryland, we've had some, uh, uh, some pretty rough storms past two days. Uh, I was talking to Gemma before we hit live, and um, I came home from work one day. I looked like a tornado went through my development. So they've been working on the internet. I, I was down most of the day uh, without internet. So we were still able to piece this together as we always do, and we'll, uh, we'll keep on doing it every Wednesday for you. Mm -hmm. uh, so what's on the agenda today? Uncle Rick wants to know. It is performance anxiety, as we've discussed uh, numerous times, anxiety in general. Um, however, uh, performance anxiety takes on a different level or adds a different stage to it. Like, mm -hmm. what do we mean? What do we mean, Gemma, when we talk about performance anxiety? We'll do a little synopsis. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be like performances in like getting on a stage and doing a performance or going live which it is relevant to that but it can be to do with like anything where you for that moment are sent a stage even if it's not on stage do you know where 
if you've got like maybe at work you've got um a presentation to do or like anything where it's something that you are doing that maybe isn't something you would regularly do or even if it is like something you would regularly do um like presentations and things at work every time you do it it's different different people different topic different everything even us doing this every single week we're on episode what 58 now did we say yeah and every single time we hit go live there's still even me now anxiety every time we hit go live like am i gonna mess up am i gonna say something stupid is something gonna happen there's always something there in the back of your mind technical difficulties that we love so much yeah i gotta love a good technical difficulty for real I ordered a large double yeah. pepperoni pizza and ate it all. Is that performance? <laughs> that is a performance in itself. That's but do you have any anxiety prior to? Or do you or do you have anxiety after the fact now because you've eaten an entire large pizza? Which would not be performance anxiety, it would be it anxiety might be if you need to go to the Monday morning quarterbacking yourself. Um, oh dear. But uh yeah, as Gemma was touching on there, it can be a number of things. Um, a lot of times here, uh, you, you hear it referred to as test anxiety because it goes uh, a lot of school, children, high schoolers, mm-hmm. college, um, even tests you have to take for your job. You yeah. get that anxiety ahead of time, like, are we going to pass? Are we going to fail? Where you really, you know the information, you know, you've studied and you're going to be okay, um, regardless of what happens. That's the the, the big thing in my eyes. Um, to uh, looking looking at it objectively, Jeeves, what's going on? Good to see you. Um, and Craig joining us as well. Uh, the big thing I like to I like to uh, look at now before any kind of um, any kind of anxious, uh, you know, something that's causing me any anxiety. Well, let's just take, like Gemma was using this um, program, the Mental Health Hour, uh, hitting that go live button. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, 58 episodes in, I still have a little nerves uh, in the beginning. You know, do we have an hour's worth of material? Um, mm-hmm. You know, is something going to go wrong? This, that, or the other? Um, are, we, are we going to offend somebody? Uh, that's big nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. You have to worry about you have to worry about everything you say, uh, because you know things can be taken incorrectly or you know mm-hmm. offensively. Um, so that's a worry. Uh, but the the thing I always tell myself now, which I never did, never used to, is that no matter what the outcome, life is still going to roll on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Life's not going to stop. Life's not going to skip a beat. Um, there's plenty of things you can do to uh, get it better next time. Um, take the opportunity for taking the test or going live or doing something that is causing you anxiety. Take that leap. Do it. 
get the uh, knowledge base of what you're dealing with. And if you fail, retest or redo it and do it better. Take notes on what happened. Journal, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, on what happened and what uh, what went wrong, maybe. Or even if everything went correctly and you were happy with it, we all sort of still critique ourselves. Go back mm-hmm. and see, oh, I've done that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have answered it that way. And uh, yeah, just write that stuff down. Take a look at it. What can I do better? And get them next time, you know? So that's a kind of a taking on a whole new meaning to me in my sobriety and stuff. It's like a restart. Um, and all of these things that I've learned and I'm putting into action are really helping me as far as uh, what um, bringing my anxiety down, bringing my depression down, etc. So that is exactly why we bring you this show, Gemma and I, every week, because we want this information shared. We want it out there. We want to discuss with you all that are here in the chatters group. And, you know, the, the, the live audience um, and then everybody we discuss with off show, um, whether it be Discord, Twitter, um, Instagram, wherever you reach out, um, we enjoy the conversations. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what it's all about here. Um, so, Gemma, did I miss anything you want to hit before we? maybe jump into some slides or um no i don't think so i mean one of the things that i um was thinking about when it came to personal for me with the performance anxiety my my driving test for definite i was terrible and i always think that like i i joked about it the other day actually because i had to do a parallel park and if nobody's Mm -hmm. watching i can get that car in no problem absolutely fine but if there's somebody watching sure. you can guarantee i've got to start shunting about oh, and i think that's because i'm aware that somebody's watching and i think that when you are doing something and there's an audience there albeit a big one a small one however many people you feel more self-conscious about what you're doing and then you start to i don't know like worry panic things like that and you will make mistakes that you probably wouldn't have done without that anxiety and when we have done things we often talk about it after the show is there anything that we would have done different is there anything that we weren't happy with not to be like pulling it completely apart because that gets into destructiveness and not helpful at all because you've done it you can't undo it but going forward as a way of like self-improvement shall we say um things that you could do better for next time and depending on like what it is for the most part there's always going to be another opportunity to do something that you've done if it's a broadcast and it goes horribly wrong and it's a total disaster you can always do it again if it's a test for the most part you can do it again when i was at high school because i was bullied and things i completely flumped the most part of them and i resat them so 
there's for the most part of it you have to think like tim said whatever you're doing life does go on and you can do think for the most part you can do it again if you have to yeah i would say maybe that's not the case for everything but there's not always everything. An outlier. yeah there's always an outlier um as you were saying and mm -hmm. uh it certainly could be in the event of uh, something like a test or, uh, as mm -hmm. we've been discussing, um, these things can certainly be uh, done a second time or retry at it, um, whatever the case may be. Now, if there is a case where there is an, a second chance, you can still take the advice of uh, jotting down or journaling what had happened, what went wrong, what you thought could have gone better um, and still use those notes for, for other things. Um, as far as uh, anything may go. Um, that being said, uh, we will go ahead and uh, um, hop into some slides and uh, start off some more conversation. We always invite the, the chat to uh, share anything they want, um, anything you're comfortable with. Uh, mm -hmm. Don't forget, um, as I mentioned slightly before, and uh, Hattie will throw up there throughout the show, you can connect all of our socials on the bio link. Just go to the link below there, bio.link slash TMHH. All of our socials related to the show and some of our personal uh, are available there for you anytime um, anybody that listens to this please reach out and talk with us also you can join our discord that is also in the bio link um, there should be an invite in there please go ahead and become a part of that community as well because um, like i said off the show we're talking to a lot of folks um, and hattie's in there as well helping out uh, and mm -hmm. we greatly appreciate that um, uh, so please feel free to Subscribe uh, to our socials uh, if you'd like and further the conversation because we'd love to uh, keep it going. That's what we like to do uh, when we're not doing the hour show every week. Um, we'll hop on and, and, and chat with you guys. Plus, we also like to throw, and it's about time we get another one at least initiated. Um, we like to do a question and answer with our viewers and uh, listeners um, every week. Uh, well, not every week as far as the live Q&A, but um, the viewers and, and audience members that come in and, and chat with us. Uh, and those, some who uh, may not pop up in the comments, but still listen uh, on replay or whatever the case may be over on YouTube. Um, and pretty soon, once I can get uh, the YouTube updated now that I have internet again, uh, we'll be over on some of the podcasting sites as well. Now a new venture for the show. We're looking mm -hmm. out or we're looking towards the future, loving it and can't wait to continue. Um, but with that being said, we'll go ahead and jump into some slides. Um, and I'll let Gemma go ahead and take, the reins. Mm -hmm. Okay, so these are the signs of performance anxiety, or the more common ones. 
uh, rapid heartbeat, sweating, dry mouth, muscle tension, too hot or too cold, racing thoughts, trembling, shortness of breath, nausea, headache, and diarrhea. Not the best thing to be having if you stood up there making a presentation, but nonetheless, it's definitely one of the side effects. Um, and you're not, you don't have to have all of them. It depends how badly, like, this takes you. Uh, everybody with everything is affected differently. So, um, yeah, I'll put the next one on. There we go. Oh. And then um, these are somatic symptoms of performance anxiety. So the bodily... Uh, bodily system and the symptoms so autonomic blushing I should have checked I could read all these words diaphoresis that thought it was that, yeah diaphoresis and dry mouth uh, so diaphoresis diaphoresis mm -hmm. is uh, sweating mm -hmm. big fancy word for sweating they could have just put sweating but yeah so, I mean you get the you get the uh, the full body clamminess, the, the, the clammy palms, you know, the sweaty uh -huh. palms um, and feet, um, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, usually uh -huh. you see it under the nose, above the mouth, in the mustache area, that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so, let's yeah, let's listen one. to Gemma stumble through the rest of this. Um, I think I, I should have checked that I could have read, read, I can't even speak now. I should have checked that I could have read them all. So GI and Euro, Eurologic, put my teeth in. Eurologic, yes. Yeah. Uh, urinary or bowel urgency, and then GI discomfort. So that covers anything from butterflies to, mm -hmm. um, you know, just some incontinence, if you will, uh. Yeah. Uh, or That's, not even incontinence. Yeah. It sounds like, uh, you know, in the fire department, we call it the bell shits. Anytime the, <laughs> anytime the bell goes off, so, you know, you get so excited and the adrenaline gets going that some people have to hit the head. But uh, there's certainly no time for that in an emergency. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I find that things like that are always really, really well-timed. You, like, you've got right something really important to do and it's like nope your body's like no nope, not having not happening um cardiovascular so tachycardia and palpitations Ta tachycardia for those of you that aren't <laughs> up to speed tachycardia is a, a, a risen heart rate like it's over 100 beats per minute so your normal heart rate for the adult is 60 to 100 beats per minute. It should be somewhere in that range. If you're below 60, you're bradycardic. If you're above 100, you're tachycardic. And then palpitations kind of go with that the fluttering of the heart uh, and, and things like that. Neuromuscular, I'll save you from that one. Neuromuscular, um, just mu muscle tension, tremors. Uh, you know, you get the shakes. Um, and mm -hmm. sometimes paralysis can be you know, you're scared, scared straight kind of thing. Like, uh, it's, it's just got you to a point where you get the, the stage fright. Uh, mm, I did that yeah, once. I was at 
secondary school and I had to go up and read something on the stage and I was like, uh, 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 and then I just froze and I couldn't move. It was horrendous. Um, but yeah, I've seen that happen to so many people where you are all like psyched up for what you're doing, get on there and then you just can't do anything. Like, so, Yeah, and another, another symptom that wasn't listed because it's not a part of performance anxiety per se, but the after effects um, is after you complete the task at hand that you're so anxious over, when you mm-hmm. are anxious and you build that heart rate, the blood pressure raises and then uh, <clears throat> um, then all of a sudden it's over uh, and you have what's called an adrenaline dump. Um, yeah. Blood pressure rapidly drops, uh, heart rate drops, um, and some people pass out. Uh, it's just a, 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 it's your body going from a high to a low really quick. Um, after mm-hmm. the after that activating event is over and you've made it through, now you can relax and you relax hard. Your body uh, dumps that adrenaline and mm-hmm. it's quite normal to see. We saw it a lot in when I worked in the COVID clinics given vaccine shots. Um, a lot of people are very phobic of needles um, and do not do well with needles uh, or shots, adults, kids, everything. Um, and they would get the shot. It would take two seconds and all that. But they spent an hour or two prior to getting it worrying themselves silly uh, about the shot. And once the shot was received, then they're like, oh, it's over. Their bodily completely dumped that their body completely dumped that adrenaline. And uh, they walked two feet and boop, down they went. Um, so that's quite a normal response to um, performance anxiety as well after the event has occurred and mm-hmm. um, your body tries to normalize again um, and dumps that adrenaline. It sometimes can be a bit much for your body to control and you um, have a moment of syncope or pass out. Um, that can happen uh, just the same. Gemma, you touched on something. And hello to Ella. Better, better late than never. Ella, everybody. We, uh, we love Ella the Bunny Mom here on the Mental Health Hour. We do. Um, she's been a longtime sponsor of the show, so please reach out and say hello. We'll get to a plug for her at the end, as we always do. Um, but good to see you, Ella. And... Uh, Gemma, you mentioned something that I wrote down um, I liked, uh, and maybe we could discuss a little bit more. Um, destruction and uh, not self-improving. Um, you know, using uh, the Monday morning quarterback or the um, going over things after the fact, like say you ended a broadcast and you're looking over it. Like we do every week, we're like, oh, good show, you know, this, that, or the other. We could have done this. We should have said this. It's not usually for a destructive purpose. Um, we're not tearing each other down. We're not tearing ourselves down. We're not tearing the show down. We are looking for ways to self-improve ourselves uh, or, or improve on ourselves, improve the show for you guys, and improve um, our reach for you know, what we're putting out, the information that we're putting out 
make sure we're reaching everybody equally and not just a certain group or etc you understand so i i liked what you said there uh, you know when you're going over things it should always be for self-improvement and not put in a destructive manner like you're just tearing yourselves down mm -hmm. yeah there's nothing so, wrong with self-improvement but just self-destruction no yeah so i just wanted to touch on that again i thought that was a a, a good a good point that uh should be discussed further um uh, always keep it in a positive critique uh, of yourself a lot of people especially with body image and what we've talked about there just like to shoot themselves down and that's not um that's not doing anything to better the situation for next time um mm -hmm. as we've discussed we can prepare for a round two or try and make things a little better next time um and that's what we need to focus on and by by destroying yourself you're not doing uh, any favors for yourself mm -hmm. that, that being said as well if you do that, what's like, that? So if you do that in a destructive manner it makes it can make it worse for the next time you do something like that because then you're automatically setting yourself up for a fail and it will make the anxiety even worse right on um all right we'll jump over to we've talked about what it is now how can we better it or get rid of it yeah so these are five steps to eliminate performance anxiety we've discussed things like this before i definitely remember doing this so um the it's the see touch here smell it's oh it's a distraction a way of distracting yourself and this can be used for many different things so uh notice five things that you can see and name them out loud like if, if you can name them out loud uh it doesn't have to be uh touch notice four things that you can touch and take the time to actually feel them what do they feel like feel the texture of them hearing what things can you hear three things that you can hear and name them out loud uh, smell, notice two things that you can smell, name those things out loud, and then taste one thing that you can taste, um, and then thinking about it, go over it, things like that. But we've definitely mentioned using this um, as a way of distracting yourself from things before. Uh, it can be used for definitely for many different types of anxiety, depression, destructive thoughts, self-harm, all sorts of things like that. This is one of the many techniques that I was taught when I was self actively self-harming before. Yes. This it's is a way a... of getting your brain off what it's on and actively making it do something else. Um, there's many different ways, like they discussed um, tapping and things like that, and it's about getting the brain to do um, other things, focusing it on other things so it's not immediately focused on the thing that's causing you anxiety. So, um, let's pop the next one. Yes, this one. is, um, that is a, uh, uh, de uh, shit, 
what the hell is it? A, a, a an exercise in mindfulness. I'm sorry, I couldn't think of the word there. The exercise in yeah. mindfulness, um, which we have discussed uh, numerous times here. Um, mm -hmm. Mindfulness can help a lot of things, but um, we did an we'll episode talk about on that uh, yeah, so this one, five tips to prevent performance anxiety. Uh, meaning, check the meaning that you are giving to performance. Make it less about perfect and more about aiming for excellence. Um, but at the end of the day, all you can do is your best. Um, your esteem. Don't link the meaning of the performance to your esteem. Leave your sense of worth out of the performance. Performance is an expression of your skill. Do things to have the expression and learn not to prove anything. Focus. Focus on the task in hand, not being evaluated or your self-consciousness, even if you are actually being evaluated on your performance for a test or anything like that. Don't think of it as that you're doing it to be evaluated on. Um, practice. So confidence comes from practice. So ensure you are well prepared and do your best. There are many, many tips and tricks on how to give the performance and things, practicing it. It's about, like, they say about doing things when it's a performance, like, when, when I used to do some acting and things and I was learning lines, for example, or reading anything in general, it's one thing to read it and not say it out loud, but to do it and read it and say it out loud, it becomes part of your muscle memory. So that then once you've done it, because it can sound different. So when you're trying to learn things or trying to perform it, try and do it multiple times to cover different different ways it's going to come out and that helps as well um if anybody mm -hmm. ever does have anything that they are preparing for i've got some good links and things that will help with that and uh, number five comfortable with uncomfortableness gosh teeth a little nervousness is expected and it's useful it keeps us alert so that we be bring our best game to that moment be okay with a little bit of uncomfortableness so it's natural no matter what you do as a rule you're bound to feel a little uncomfortable with doing it i think we're both like that every time we go live there's always that niggly feeling that something's gonna happen or go wrong and it's always a little bit uncomfortable but you know and i like that I, I like that a lot comfortable with uncomfortableness, comfort in discomfort. Um, that's very, uh, that's very relevant in a lot of things um, outside of just performance mm -hmm. anxiety. But the other, um, I mean, if we can learn to be comfortable with a little discomfort, uh, you'll notice all of the stuff start to dissipate. All of the um, signs that and symptoms we were talking about over here, um, if you're comfortable, if you can become comfortable with a little discomfort, it'll knock these symptoms down and make things a little bit more manageable. Now, going back over here, one thing that really jumped out was the meaning. Number one, your meaning. Check the meaning you are giving to the performance. Make it less about being perfect 
and more aiming for excellence. Um, plus, think about the meaning of what you're doing. That that sticks out at me a lot when we talk about going live on this show. Um, whether or not it's going to be a success, a, a, a terrible broadcast, whatever the case may be, technical difficulties, even in uh, some of our worst performances uh, on this show. I know we've had some bad episodes. They can't all be winners um, with glitches or, you know, whatever the case may be. Like the episode not too long ago where Penelope was a mess. My meds were kicking my ass. Uh, I mm-hmm. know I wasn't on my A game that time, but the message still was delivered. The meaning of the yeah. episode was still there. Um, and I didn't have uh, too many people uh, hit me up saying, hey, that was terrible what the hell's the matter with you you know like no the the meaning of the show still made it the message was still portrayed and the and the show still went on um now you're gonna you're gonna have times in life where you trip up you trip or you fall you know it's just it happens to everybody um we can't all be perfect and if we were all perfect this would be a pretty boring world you know um Anxiety is a good thing if it's handled and managed appropriately. Uh, and as I talked about with, with Eric on his episode, anxiety uh, can be, anxiety serves a purpose. Um, worry. Anxiety is a big fancy word for worry. And when we worry about things, we get things done. You worry about paying your bills, so you pay your bills, um, etc. Uh, so there is a place for anxiety as long as it doesn't get out of control and we let it and we mismanage it. Um, now, whether you need to manage it with uh, medication uh, and or mindfulness techniques or uh, grounding techniques, um, meditation, therapy, any of the above, that's all managing your anxiety. And whatever you have to do to manage it appropriately is what needs to be done. Um and shop around, like we say. Shop around for the best techniques for you. What works? What doesn't work? Journal it. Write it down. Um, and keep a track of how your progress is. Um, if you make the if you make the decision to uh, start actively trying to pursue a way to better your anxiety and or depression, um, start a journal and document the journey i've documented my journey of sobriety what i'm doing right what i can do better what doesn't feel so good triggers um, all of these things get written down and uh, whether it's a repetitive motion like something that bothers me a lot i write it down every time just because i want to keep log of what's going on inside me um this is just my two cents on the situation um, I'm sure Gemma agrees, and mm-hmm. it, I'll I'll throw it to her here in a minute uh, to add on to this. But uh, really, it, it's all about that management and, or mismanagement when it comes to any kind of anxiety. Now, performance anxiety is what we're talking about today, uh, and that too needs to be managed. Um, these I'll throw them back up again. These symptoms that come up. Uh, you, you know, all of these are pretty, uh, visible symptoms. Um, you know, 
you can't see tachycardia, but you sure can feel it. Uh, you know when your heart's racing. Uh, you mm -hmm. can feel much tension, tremors. Um, you, you can feel when you're diaphoretic or sweaty, uh, the dry mouth coming on. You know these things are happening. You know what's going on. How do we fix this? How do we manage it? Uh, I shouldn't say fix it because it's not a fixable thing sometimes. But how do we manage it? How do we manage it through medicine or, or mindfulness, meditation? A lot of people mm -hmm. meditate before a live performance. Um, just to keep their body at ease and calm and go in with a, a restful uh, mind, if you will. You let those racing thoughts take uh, to go wild on you, then you're going to start to increase that heart rate and increase the blood pressure, etc. But, Gem, I'll throw it over to you if you want to add on to anything. Um, yeah, it's like, I think you've covered quite a lot there with the what you said but whenever you are doing something no matter what it is any kind of um performance of any description um like obviously some of the things you can't control because a lot of them are your body's automatic reaction to being stressed and with anxiety um but it's about trying to distract from because the brain is really good at getting something and letting it run. And if like you're letting it run and add more to that, then you're going to get more and more anxious, more and more like things happening. And um, it's trying to control what's trying to control everything before it gets completely out of hand. Um, where you can't control your anxiety and it happens like i i will remember um i was at school i think when we were at the school and we'd i i totally had the stage fright and froze up and something but there was a girl there that um, had got herself so worked up that she completely collapsed on stage and like i remember her pacing back and forth like trying to distract herself but then like it got that bad and a good way of trying to like stop all that happening if you have things like that you do if it's something that you do regularly um look back at the things you've done look at things that you would do differently try and be constructive about it not destructive and look at ways of self-improvement going forward and it, it does get easier i remember when i went live for the first time i was absolutely terrified um in fact i didn't show my face for the first at least 18 months and then it was accidental because i was showing something and i double tapped the screen by mistake and it flipped the camera right in my face and I was like, oh, my God. And that was just... It was the big like, reveal. Yeah, the big unplanned reveal. I'd been <laughs> broadcasting for 18 months, and I'm there with it in my face. And it couldn't have been a worse, more gormless look if I'd have tried. And then I'm trying to flip it back, and it was having none of it. So I'm, like, up there trying to not point the camera in my face. And it was just a mess. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. 
it was yeah. a complete mess, and I couldn't we'll do anything to see about it. Dig, we'll dig into the archives of your old socials and see if we can find that. Oh, it's still there. Trust me, it's still there. I came across it a little while ago. I, I think that was a broadcast where I discovered every swear word known to man because I'm trying to get it to work and it was having none of it. And I was just showing, I, I forget even where I was and it was just like the big unplanned reveal. And um, I mean, once I'd done that after the initial beating myself up about doing it and the way I reacted to it and stuff, it wasn't so bad. And then I did start going on the camera a little bit more, yeah, even just a little bit. And that was a lot down to a lot of people telling me, you know, it wasn't that bad and, you know, you did good and people weren't as nasty as I thought they would be. And a lot of the anxiety around me showing myself was because of my disability and everything else. Because we can be our own worst critics when it comes to um, certainly like anything. And I, think, I don't think I don't think there's a worse critic out there than ourselves, you know. Oh yeah, and the thing is, when you do something that you deem to be wrong yourself, you will beat yourself up for that incredibly. And like I remember when we did that broadcast, and you were asked, you asked me if it was really bad, and I'm like, no, it wasn't. And I think you got quite upset about it. Like you were definitely not happy with it. Which, which was that? When Tracy was on, and you'd Oops. asked about, uh, there we go. See, I'm not the only one that can tell stuff. <laughs> and um, it's well, yeah. Like, and you, I, I said that it was absolutely fine. And uh, yeah. you are your own worst critic, no matter who it is. And I don't mean you. I mean everybody. And I'm pretty sure that nobody thinks that anything is as bad as you you yourself sure and that's in that's in a number of different things throughout life not just live broadcasting or anything oh, like no. um you know when it comes to this show i do a lot of the post show editing for youtube um mm -hmm. and i watch a lot of it back um i don't like watching myself um, no, I, I try and tune it out, but I have to find the certain spots where the edit needs to cut, um, you know, so we can make it seamless for the YouTube replay. And then mm -hmm. that will then hopefully help you transition the audio for the podcasting um, site. However, mm -hmm. uh, listening to some of it back, seeing yourself on camera, it's, it's not my favorite thing in the world. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I don't. We all are our own worst critics, as we as we said, oh, and yeah. it's definitely one of those. It definitely falls into that, and that's just one example of it. But I mean, a lot of it has to do with film, in in one way or the other. Uh, like if you're doing a performance, uh, like a piano recital or acting performance on stage, um, or you're playing in a major sporting event for your hometown. Um, all-star game whatever the case and they're they're catching it on film and you watch it back that's why i don't i i love looking at that's why it's called monday morning quarterback 
um, because the quarterback of an NFL team will always watch his tape, his, his film, and see what he did wrong and criticize. And, of course, you know, the team's in there. Well, not the, not the football team, but the coaching staff is in there with you um, going over what went wrong and, and what, to, uh, what to enhance, what to uh, get better at, what went right. And that's another thing. I don't know if we've mentioned that enough. It's not all about um, going back and looking at what went wrong. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's about what went right. Um, and how can we um, judge, how can we further that? How can we enhance uh, the things that went right? How can we improve on what went wrong, but how can we enhance what went right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And coming back to the broadcast slightly, like, because I, I watched it before I was on, like, from right from number one. And I reckon if you were to watch your very first couple of episodes back, you would see how much you as a person has grown just by looking back at oh, what yeah. you've done. And same same here. Like, when I joined with number five, even though I'd been broadcasting before, majority of my broadcasts haven't been what you would call serious. That's one way of putting it. Um, but for something like this that matters so much... Like, I know I've I certainly beat myself up a, a lot about many of the things that I've done, um, but you can see growth coming forward just by just by looking back at those things, mm-hmm. and a lot of that is because we've gone and looked at what was done right, not what was done wrong, but what we could improve on next time. Yeah. Because I think if you did beat yourself up about it, I don't think you'd have go live ever again. Neither of us would. But yeah. um, as with anything, and, uh, and Hattie was mentioning work um, for a lot of folks. That's uh, that's where the performance anxiety hits, or any kind of anxiety for that matter. Um, the anxiety of getting up and going to work. Um, how are we going to do today? Uh, you know, it's uh, a call to call basis for me in the fire service. We could be going to the call. I don't know what's going to be there when we get there. Sure. They can tell us, well, we think it's a diabetic or, oh, we think the house is on fire. But when you get there, it could be a tractor or something overturned on somebody. You have no idea. Um, you're basing this information on what the caller has given the dispatcher, which then gets relayed to us. And it's a game of telephone. Um, so really we don't know what we're, walking into until we get there and put our eyes on the situation and uh you know that's it's a it's a constant anxiety you know what are we running into is it safe is the scene secure like is there weapons on the scene you know um because i mean we're not cops we don't carry any weaponry uh we the 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 most devastating thing i have is probably an oxygen bottle (laughs) or a fire hose try and blast them with that but we don't have any weapons going into all these people's houses and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, there's there's a constant anxiety. And then, of course, the performance anxiety of am I going to do something to screw this person's life up? Or, you know, am I going to do something really great? Or are we going to collaborate as a team? And, and, and you know, it, we always mitigate the situation. But there's still room for improvement in anything that you do. Um, 
And the, the day we stop improving is the day that we stop caring. Um, so always remember that uh, little tidbit. The day you stop improving on yourself is the day you stop caring. Uh, would you agree, Jim? Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, while we, like, while you don't want to um, completely, like, I'm trying to word this now. I know what I want to say. Like, you don't want to not care about, like, making mistakes and things like that. But you don't want to care too much to the point where it completely stops you doing what you're doing. But then, like, everybody's going to get a bit of anxiety from time to time. And, um, sorry, I'm getting distracted myself. Um, it's like, caring, caring is good, especially if you're doing something. Like, they say nothing in, worth, in life is worse. If it's worth doing, you need to put more into it. And um, if, if it's something that you want to do, it's something that you care about doing, you want to put mm -hmm. as much as you can into doing that. But at the same Certainly. time, if it does go wrong, you don't want to completely beat yourself up about it because then when you start like doing that, it becomes too destructive. It becomes where you are making yourself more anxious. But then on the mm -hmm. other side, if you stop worrying completely and start like saying, oh, I don't care what happens and stuff, that also becomes obvious then that you don't care and you're not putting as much effort into it. And... You know, it's getting the right balance. Yeah. Not completely making yourself a nervous wreck. But yes, not exactly. like, not like letting it get to you too much, but then not not caring to the point where it just looks like you don't care. Right. Absolutely. We'll go ahead and do a quick wrap up um, and recap. Um, mm -hmm. For those that have just come in, we talked about performance anxiety tonight. Um, looking at things like signs and symptoms, the rapid heartbeat, the tremors, gets hot and cold, um, you know, your bowels, uh, and GI discomfort, racing thoughts is huge. A uh, bunch of words here that Gemma couldn't pronounce. Diaphoresis, uh, sweatiness, um, you know, the, the risen heart rate and the palpitations um, and muscle tension. Um, things you can do to combat being, um, and this is an exercise in mindfulness. We went over this, the five, four, three, two, one, the see, touch, hear, smell. You can uh, switch that around too. You five things you can touch, four things you can see, you know. Um, it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be necessarily in that order, but. Um, I don't know. Tasting might be good to keep it at number one, just so you don't have to put a bunch of things in your mouth, depending on where you are. Um, and then, of course, uh, five tips to prevent performance anxiety. The meaning, your, your esteem, focus, practice, comfortable with uncomfortableness, being comfort, be, learning comfort in discomfort. Um, mm -hmm. that's, that's a really good, uh, that's a really good thing to look at. Um, and it will hold. If you're comfortable with a little discomfort, as we said, you'll you'll help mm -hmm. combat some of those signs and symptoms and make things a little easier. Um, another quick note to touch on, uh, I discussed, is adrenaline dump. After It's perfectly normal to see after 
the event is over that you're so anxious about your body as the event gets closer you're going to feel those symptoms and signs more and more um until you are in such a state of adrenaline when the event happens now it's over you can relax and your body has to dump that adrenaline so it's perfectly normal to see um the opposite happen you know you get flush you sometimes pass out um you know if you're anxious about riding a roller coaster you may pass out on the roller coaster um but as we discussed managing anxiety is where it's at um you're not going to beat anxiety uh but you can manage it um it's when mm -hmm. we miss it and don't take it seriously that things can get out of control or out of our hands um Gemma anything to add before we close out um no not really I think like I had to smile to myself when you said about the taste thing keeping it to one because I remember doing that when I was um it was for a meeting that I was having and um it was it was actually on zoom this time because of COVID but it was a meeting with lots of people and stuff and you know what it's like you're waiting for this to happen and I was doing this and I got um and it was a mint and I'd gone and shoved it in my mouth and it was a really big chewy mint and I'm there like and they put the cameras on and I'm like mm. and you can guarantee that if you're going to put something in your mouth it will happen at that moment so I just have to smile to myself and thinking about that number of times I've done that put something in my mouth thinking I've got ages to wait and then no Jeremy stole in with a raid at the at the buzzer. Uh, thanks for the raid, Jeremy. We are getting ready to close out, but we greatly appreciate it. And to those of you coming from Jeremy's cast, this is the Mental Health Hour, if you don't already know us. Every week on Wednesday, we go live at 6 p.m. Eastern time, and we discuss one thing in mental health for an hour. Uh, today was performance anxiety. Um, so... Catch our replays on YouTube. The bio link is, is in the comments. Um, and uh, check on uh, any of the socials for any more information if you'd like to join us um, in our little community here. We enjoy everything. Now on to a bit of community calendar. We've got Ray in the chat today, everybody. Check out Ray, please. Uh, a great contributor to the show and longtime sponsor. Uh, he's on Twitch as a ray of sunshine 21. Uh, he streams uh, positive stories and vibes during the week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I believe. <clears throat> There's his link. Please give him a follow uh, as we enjoy uh, Ray's streams on Twitch. And, of course, we have Catalyst with our own gym in Chicagoland every Wednesday night, 11 p.m. Eastern time here on Twitch. Unwind, relax. Uh, with a welcoming audience and next to a warm candle. He does a great job every Wednesday here on Twitch. Um, he's been doing it five years. It's a great time. Uh, I highly recommend his broadcast. Another longtime supporter of the show. Um, with Eric J. Gaming, we've had him on the show. He's in the chat as well. Every Monday at 7 p.m. you can catch him live for some gaming. Um, we, uh, we support him and thank him for coming on. And of course, for all things bunny. And the longest supporter of the mental health hour, also a guest on our show. Please visit mybunnyvalentine.com 
use my promo code FIREDUDE15 to save 15% on your orders. All of this helps Ella in her mission to rescue bunnies everywhere. Um, bunnies, not rabbits, <laughs> as I get told. <laughs> um, but yeah. there's all kinds of cute stuff on there. Um, all kinds of electronics, all kinds of apparel, hats, um, and jewelry, etc., etc. She runs a shop there in her neck of the woods and uh, puts everything towards bunny rescue. Um, of course, we've got our good friends, the Beardo Weirdo Show, on uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. So check them out as well. And as always, the socials, as we just mentioned, please feel free to uh, uh, join our Discord and join, hit the bio link, bio.link slash TMHH. Uh, it has all of our socials pertinent to the show, some personal, uh, mostly just the show. Reach out, discuss this week's episode, discuss anything you want mental health-wise. We always get back. And as I stated at the beginning of the show, we will try and initiate a fourth edition of our live Q&A. So uh, if you are at the bio link there on your screen, you can you will find a clickable link for submit a question to the show. And we gather all of those up. And uh, once a quarter or so, we do a live Q&A from the viewers, um, which we really enjoy, Gemma, and I both do. So that about wraps it up for me. Gemma, what do you say? Anything? Um, just real quick, when you mentioned about the forms, I just wanted to let um, somebody know that we had a question submitted. We will get to it um, and read it out potentially maybe on the next show or something because it seemed quite uh, important to them. So uh, we have seen it. And um, unfortunately, I couldn't message you because you didn't leave a name or anything. But um, I will get around to reading it out potentially maybe yes. next week or something yeah absolutely that sounds great mm -hmm. and if All anybody right, else has tuned. questions do send them in uh, it doesn't have to be a specific Q&A show to do that we can do that anytime oh yeah yeah I should have mentioned that I'm sorry but um, if there are questions uh, that are pertinent we, we can answer them anytime yeah but we do like to do the, the, uh, the live Q&A shows as well yeah um, uh, oh, and of course, Gemma's working on the podcasting stuff. Uh, we will get that up and just keep, stay tuned for more information on that. We'll get it out to you oh, as yeah. soon as we can. And I so. put real quick, sorry, I put a poll in the Discord so that I can find where you like to get your podcasts from. So if you are in our Discord, if you can go over to it and just do the, the poll that I did on there. If there is any that you use that isn't on there if you can click other and then just comment underneath where so that i can ensure that going forward i have all of your favorite places covered but um going forward there will be the audio podcasts coming out i will upload the back catalog as well but it will take some time obviously yes the the question should be on the same form hattie thank mm -hmm. you thank you as always to hattie our great mod for the show and uh, an integral part of our team now here on the Mental Health Hour. So, And thank you guys for the bits, the raids, the subscriptions, the follows, the shares. The biggest thing 
the shares. I can't stress that enough. Share us out. Help us grow. Um, and let's make this bigger together. But thank you all for joining us. We'll see everybody back here next week. And we will send it out on a good note. Good night, everybody. Thank you.